Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina, and I hope that you are doing incredible. So on today's solo episode, I wanted to dive into the topic of communication. I don't think I've talked about it in the podcast at all, and I think it's such a big part of my life and it has helped me so much to be able to work on my communication and my ability to express my ability to vocalize what I feel, what I need. And I really, really believe that communication is the key to all of your relationships. And I want to dive into it and I want to flow with it and I want to talk about it and hopefully share a couple of mindset shifts that you can implement around your communication and how you communicate and hopefully experience better and more empowering and more nourishing relationships as a result. So let's just jump straight into it. I want this episode to be short and sweet and to leave you with some potent takeaways. So I hope you guys enjoy and let's get growing. Okay, so as I was saying, I really believe that communication is the key to so much more flow in your life. And for context, I did not always grow up being the most communicative person. And I think for so long, I used to think that everyone around me, especially those closest to me, were mind readers or that I was just really obvious and that I was really clear all the time about how I felt, what I needed, what I wanted. And what I had to realize is that that's not always the case. You might think that you're being super clear and that you're being super straightforward about what you need, what you want, what you like, but someone else might still not really see it or get it or understand you in that way or understand your needs the way that you understand them. And so as someone who studied communications as my major in college, it's just funny to be talking about it today because I studied it at least in college. Communications from the angle of like marketing and how you position something to the world or how you spread news and how you express things and how you write and all of that. But communication is way more than that. And I think It's way more important in our closest relationships, in our day-to-day. And I always talk about awareness. You guys know this, right? I'm always saying how awareness is the first step because when you're aware of something, you can do something about it. You can change. You can evolve. You can grow. If you're unaware, if you're unconscious of stuff and you're just not being intentional with your thoughts and your self-awareness, then you're not even going to know yourself. And if you don't know yourself and if you're not aware of what you need, how are you going to express it to someone else? How are you going to express it to your best friend or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your parent if you don't have that self-awareness? And so I keep always turning back to self-awareness because I really think that it's the key. So I think being able to communicate what you need and what you feel goes very, very strongly hand in hand with understanding yourself. And I kind of want to talk about communication in a few different areas, but I want to especially talk about it in our close relationships. I think a part of my journey that really taught me a lot about communication as a tool is 
a book by Melissa Ambrosini. She's this amazing content creator and she has a really good podcast and she has a few different books. So the book that I really, really loved was Open Wide. I read that in 2020, I think, or 2021. And one of the things she talks a lot about in her book is the concept of CCC, which she has this acronym for it. And basically CCC just means crystal clear communication. And I love that concept. And once I learned about it, I started being way more mindful and way more intentional with how I communicate. And the whole premise is exactly what I was just talking about. People are not mind readers. People don't know exactly what you need or what you want. And so you being able to communicate and you being able to express to someone with clarity and with literally like crystal clear energy, that's only gonna favor you. And sometimes being crystal clear in your communication isn't the easiest, right? Maybe you're feeling some uncomfortable emotions or you're trying to ask for something that you've never asked for before within your relationship or you realize that some area of the relationship needs a little bit of work. How do you express that? And I really want to tie the concept of active listening here because communication is a two-way street. When you're communicating with someone else and expressing what you think or what you feel, that person is listening, ideally. But you also have to learn how to be a better listener. And I think that's been a huge aspect of my journey. I've worked a lot on my ability to listen. And when I was in college, I did an active listening training program. So I became an active listening facilitator and I used to essentially organize mini active listening trainings with frats, with sororities in college to teach other students how to be better listeners. And so in this little training, I would express to them or like lead them through an activity on how you can listen to someone else and the different ways of listening. So for this exercise, basically every person would get a little piece of paper. One person would be the listener. One person would be the speaker. And the listener would have a prompt on how to listen for one of the little pieces of paper, it would say, as the person is talking to you, nod your head and then repeat back what that person said and ask clarifying questions. Another little piece of paper would say, interrupt when that person is speaking or change the topic back to yourself or offer advice. And then afterwards, there was a reflection part of the exercise where both parties would kind of share how it felt to speak in that situation and to also listen and the comfort that they felt or the discomfort that they felt. And there's a lot of different elements of active listening. And one of the most important things as an active listener is realizing that you are not there to solve that person's problem when you're listening. You're not there to offer necessarily a solution or to minimize it or to pity them or to just be like, oh, like that sucks and then change the topic. And that little things that you do, like checking your phone when someone's speaking to you, like looking away or not looking at them in their eyes, not making eye contact, your body language, all these different things affect the experience of communicating with someone else, even when you're just listening. And so something I've had to really work on in my own journey is being a better listener because let's face it, like I love to talk. And I think as an older sister, I don't know if this is an older sister thing or a perfectionist thing, but as an older sister, I think for so long in my life, I thought that I would just get validated by like being a badass, right? By like kicking ass at school and sharing and talking. And I just wanted to feel heard. And so a lot of my journey has been wanting to feel heard and wanting other people to like pay attention to me almost and like hear me out. And that has sometimes led me to not be a great listener and to not be so intentional with how I'm paying attention to someone else speaking. And so doing that work to be a better listener and to practice active listening skills like 
nodding, like repeating back what the other person is saying, like asking clarifying questions, all of those things has been really important in my journey. And I think I still have a lot of work to do and I'm constantly working on it. And especially within my family relationship where this dynamic of being the oldest daughter really plays up and I want to just feel heard and I want to feel respected and trusted. Sometimes that's when I'm not the best listener. And so I'm really working to remove my defensiveness in those relationships so that I can communicate with more peace, with more groundedness, with more clarity, and also come from a place of being inclusive to those around me in the way that I speak. Because as someone who's very self-directed and very independent and very goal-oriented and someone who's always doing so much, sometimes I forget that the speed in which I'm moving isn't the same speed in which other people are moving. And I have to be aware of that. And I have to express and create a communication dynamic where everyone feels heard, everyone feels included, and where I can create space for other people to come along with me in wherever I'm going. And that can be achieved through expressing what I need. Our relationships are such tools for growth. And when we're able to express what we need with clarity, it's just so much better, right? And so I think things that have helped me a lot. One of the biggest things is journaling. The more aware I am of my own thoughts through journaling, the better I am at understanding what I need and then expressing that with my voice and in conversation. I also think meditation has helped me a ton because as I said, I'm super fiery and I'm always running at miles a minute and meditating and breathing and doing breath work and doing these regular self-care practices helps me be more grounded more in my body more conscious and if I don't show up for these practices whether it's the breath work the meditation or like even movement I feel so ungrounded and then I end up being a little bit more aggressive in my communication or not so grounded in my communication how I'm speaking how I'm voicing things sometimes these little self-care practices like that's a benefit that you get and it isn't the one that you would automatically think about, right? When you think about going on a run or working out, maybe you're thinking about your physical fitness, but you're not necessarily thinking about how that's going to impact your ability to talk about things and to show up in your day to day. Same thing with meditation, though that one's a little bit more clear. Like when you meditate, you're creating space to observe your thoughts, right? And as a result, that leads you to be more self-aware and that leads you to be more chill and more grounded, more relaxed and hopefully a better communicator as a result. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another underrated thing that I think helps a ton is balancing your chakras. As you guys know, in May, I've been doing this challenge called the May is the Month of Many Challenge. And one of the big parts of this challenge has been doing regular breathwork meditations and chakra balancing meditation specifically, as well as doing a small gratitude and affirmation practice a day. And I feel like the chakra balancing especially, I was doing a lot of that in quarantine when I was living at home in Florida. And that's when I first started getting into it. And our chakras are basically our energy systems in our body. And so different chakras tie to different things, right? Your root chakra ties to your sense of balance, stability, grounding. Your sacral one talks about your emotions, your feelings, your sense of self-worth. And there's 
different associations with each chakra. And I have an episode pretty early on in the podcast. I think it was episode five or something where I go over chakras and I had also my friend Audrey on the pod to talk about it. So you can definitely learn more about chakras in other episodes, but our throat chakra especially is a part of our body that is related to how we express how we talk, how we hear other people, and our heart chakra too. Our heart, right? Like, do you feel loved? Do you love yourself? Do you forgive others? Do you create space for forgiveness and loving energy in your life? And that's super important because if you're not living from an open heart place and if you're feeling resentful or you're feeling judgment and you're judging others and you don't have an open and loving heart and chakra center, the way that you communicate, the way that you express comes out differently. If you don't feel grounded, so if your root chakra is imbalanced, the way you speak, the way you talk is going to come across as more ungrounded. And if you're not in tune with your emotions and your sense of self, which is the sacral chakra and the solar plexus chakra, you're also not going to communicate in the best way because you're maybe going to be disconnected from your emotions or you're going to feel shame or you're going to be feeling guilty or you're going to not feel empowered and that's not going to translate as the best communication energy in your life and that's why doing the inner work matters because the more that you do the inner work which can be fun it can just literally be showing up for these practices and journaling and having more fun in your life the more that you do this inner self-awareness work the better that your communication is going to become and so those are some of the best things and then another tool as well is when you are chatting with someone and when you want to talk about a difficult topic, an amazing tool is coming from the place of when X, Y, and Z is happening, it makes me feel blank. So let's use an example. Like let's say I'm saying this to someone else. When I'm talking to you and you're scrolling on your phone, it makes me feel unheard. It makes me feel like you don't care about what I'm saying. And I would really appreciate if we could have a space where we're both there for each other and able to express in a space of undevoted attention from each other. Like that's a very conscious higher self way of expressing a need. It comes from this place of tuning it back to you because in communication, a lot of the times what we end up doing is coming from a place of blame, right? And that's a root of a lot of the problems when it comes to communicating and not feeling like you're able to express is because the way that you're doing it, you're putting the other person on the defensive. If you're blaming someone or pointing out the flaw and that's the only thing that you're pointing out, that person automatically is going to take a step back and get very defensive. And then it's not going to lead to a productive conversation. So tuning it back to how some situation or dynamic makes you feel and approaching it from that angle is always much healthier and more productive and it's probably going to give you a better outcome. So learning how to step away from that and how to step away from a blaming energy and making myself the victim and instead being able to approach conversations from a place of this is how I feel and this is what I would appreciate, it's so much healthier and so much better. Like the outcomes that I've gotten from practicing this is immense, like so, so much. And it comes down to releasing the victim mindset, right? Releasing this idea that someone else in your life, a friend, a parent, or a significant other, or a sibling, is out to get you. Like when you release that belief that it's a war, it's a competition, one person's right, one person's wrong, and that you have to defend yourself. Like when you release all of that BS and you just realize that if this person loves you, they genuinely want the best for you and they're coming from a positive intent, even if they're not communicating in the best way or even if you're not feeling heard, it can be worked through and they probably want that to be worked through too. So how you talk about things matters more than you realize. And that's something I've had to learn, as I said, because 
for so many years as a fiery person, like I just didn't communicate in the best way possible or I would approach it from this defensive place or I would just be really defensive and really on guard. And sometimes that still happens in my family dynamic, especially where my inner child gets activated when I'm around my parents. And then I come across from this more emotional place. And it's something I'm working on a lot right now in my journey. But it's also something that I've worked on a lot and improved a lot on when it comes to friends and when it comes to my relationship with Pedro is being a very good communicator. And I think this ties very closely to setting boundaries too, because sometimes communication is about setting boundaries. And sometimes communication is about topics that aren't the most comfortable. And learning how to set boundaries is really important. And I actually have a friend who's very good at this and setting boundaries in a loving way, right? Even if that means you're really tired and before you see a friend, you just text them and say, hey, just to let you know, I'm like kind of having an off day or just to let you know, I'm a little bit tired. I think I'm going to go home a little earlier today after we hang out. Like setting an intention and expressing something like that before you see a friend is going to cause you to go into that hangout way more aware of each other and way more aware of the energy of the moment and what your friend needs, what you need. And that's just like proactive communication, right? So I think that's also really important is learning how to set loving boundaries and learning how to come from a place of inclusion is something I'm constantly working on is how can you talk to someone else in a way that's going to make them feel valued and included and will still give them the option to say yes or to say no instead of communicating in a way that's going to make that friend feel excluded and like you don't want them around or like you don't care about their opinion I think people want to feel included and so integrating that into how you communicate how you express how you plan matters more than you think matters more than we think and is a really powerful tool so we've touched on quite a few things I want to kind of recap and then see if anything else kind of comes through as a download regarding communication the first thing is self-care and showing up for yourself daily and weekly translates into you being more grounded which translates into you being a better communicator the more that you meditate or move your body or get enough sleep the more grounded you are the more well rested you are the more self-aware you are and the better that you're then able to express what you need so that's so important and so tuning back into the meditation practices that you maybe let go of or tuning back to the journaling practice of mind dumping or moving your body regularly, all amazing things that would translate into you having a better communication. The second thing is practicing active listening, which basically just means when someone is talking to you, give them your undivided attention as much as you can. Try to put your phone away, try to be present and use your body language to your advantage and to the advantage of that communication. So nod, look at the person in the eyes every now and then or like frequently if you can, be you know facing that person and try to avoid interrupting instantaneously like providing a solution to their problem because maybe they just want to feel heard ask clarifying questions so if someone shares something with you repeat it back to them so say what I'm hearing is that you're feeling pretty stressed because there's a lot going on right now and you're also a little bit anxious because of this like did I get it right that is so simple but makes the other person feel so hurt and it makes them feel like you paid attention because you're repeating back what they said even if you're not repeating back everything that they said you're still summarizing what you heard that is a huge tool and then whenever you're expressing come from a place of yourself right release the victim mindset release the blaming energy and instead try to come from a place of when this is happening this is how I feel this is what it makes me feel like and I would appreciate if it could be x y and z way 
and providing like an alternative solution to the situation. So that's super, super important. And I also think that learning to express what you need to say from this energy of I know that if this person loves me as much as I love them, they want the best. And I'm not at a war with this person. I don't have to be right. I don't have to prove myself to this person or whether that's your parents, your significant other, whoever. You don't have to prove yourself. The more that you release that belief that that person's out to get you, that that person's trying to boss you around. When you believe that someone else genuinely cares for you, approach your conversations from that angle and know that just like you care about them they probably care about you just as much and they want your best and so you can then communicate with them in a different energy and then the last thing is crystal clear communication be so so obvious with how you express like be extremely clear because that's only going to help you and i think this is especially the case in romantic relationships sometimes we're in a romantic relationship and we think that our significant other knows that we want to get flowers or that we want a card on our birthday or that we would love to get breakfast in bed every now and then or that we appreciate physical touch like talking about stuff like express to that person what your love language is what makes you feel loved what you need what you feel like you're not getting that you would really appreciate receiving be bold and like be open because resentment builds when you think that the other person should know what you need and what you want and they don't give it to you And then it builds and it builds and it builds and low-key you start resenting that person because you think that they don't care about you when you never in the first place said what you needed. So that is super underrated and really, really important. And again, you have to put your ego aside. You have to put aside this idea that that person's supposed to know because they're your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your mom or whatever. Maybe they don't know. And we're always evolving. So what you need is going to change. And it's important to be transparent and to also talk about stuff like, hey, this is a really stressful week for me. For example, I have X, Y, and Z coming up and I have this and this going on and I have this plan this Friday. How about we do this on Saturday together? Like be super open and include the other person in your life and also share stuff that they might not know. Like you might think that you've told them something, but maybe you didn't and maybe you forgot. And the more that you talk, the more that you share these things with people the more that they'll know you what's going on with you and the better they can show up for you so that's everything I wanted to talk about on today's episode and I hope you guys enjoyed it I've been wanting to talk about communication for so long and I think that it's such an underrated part of our lives of our journeys and of things that we collectively can grow from and I think it's just a really powerful tool to hone your communication skills so hopefully this episode gave you a few tangible tips that you can implement whether you start reprioritizing your self-care practices, asking more clarifying questions, learning more about active listening, or simply being more clear with what you need and having these more vulnerable talks and creating a safe space to share. That is already a step forward. And the last thing I also wanted to share is that timing is huge. Like there's also an element in communication of knowing when is the right time to bring something up. When you're at a restaurant, when you're home, when you're around a lot of people, All of that creates different contexts in your life and some contexts will be better fit for certain conversations and being aware of that too can change a lot because if you bring up a topic that maybe isn't the best topic to be talked about when you're around a lot of people, then the result from that conversation is going to be very different than if you are intentional with when you talk about this more intense topic or this more deep talk that you need to have. So be mindful of that too. 
And if you enjoyed this episode and if you think someone that you know might benefit from this, definitely send it to them and let me know if you did enjoy it or share it on your story and tag us. You know, you guys know the drill at this point. And also remember that if you want to be in the loop of all future episodes, follow us on Instagram at innergrowth.co and also hit subscribe on YouTube if you're watching on video or on Apple Podcasts in the top right corner uh, and on the top left corner of Spotify too. So with all of that said, love you guys so much. I'll see you guys in next week's episode. And remember to water yourself, pour into yourself as much as you can because it does pay off. Love you and we'll chat soon. Bye. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.